Lord God, with your spirit. Fill me, Lord God, with the Holy Ghost. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you need the Holy Ghost. Bless your Lord Jesus. Thank you, 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 Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, we're here to be filled with your spirit, Lord. We're here to receive what you have for us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless your Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. He's a wonderful Savior. And he wants to fill you with his spirit. I'm not talking about a good feeling. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost with the evidence, demonstrative power, dunamis power, evidence through the speaking of tongue as the spirit of God gives utterance, such as was in the word of God. Every place where the Holy Ghost fell, there was an outward demonstration. He spoke. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Don't bury your face in the altar. Don't bury your face in the altar. Don't, don't clap your hands around your face. Come on, lift your heads up and call upon the Lord. Call upon the Lord. Open your mouth up and call upon him. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Wherever you are, if you're just getting up, if you're just tuning in to inside the pages, we're calling up on the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Bless your name, Savior. Bless your Lord. Bless your Lord. Bless your Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. He's wonderful. He's wonderful, and he wants to fill you with his spirit. We're not teaching it to you. That's not the word of God. We're not giving you a certificate saying that you have the Holy Ghost. That's not the word of God. Bless your Lord. Bless your name, Savior. Bless your Lord God. Bless your Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If you have not felt a touch from the Lord in some time and you say you have the Holy Ghost, something is wrong. You need the Holy Ghost. You need the Spirit of God dwelling on the inside. He needs to put you on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful Savior. Wonderful Savior. What a mighty God we serve. He wants to fill you with his spirit. It doesn't matter what your status is in this world, who you are, what people have said about you or nothing like that. What matters is what God has to say. And he said, I want to fill you with my spirit. I want to fill you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, tell him thank you. Thank you, Lord. We want Jesus on the mind. Don't want anything else on the mind. Want Jesus on the mind. This is the Lord's service. We want him on the mind. Thank you, Lord. We've entered into his house to give him praise. We've entered into the house to give him glory and honor. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful Savior. Wonderful Savior. Wonderful Savior. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's the He's the answer to all problems. Thank you, Lord. Yes, He is. He's the healer of all sickness. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And whether He heal, whether He give a, a blessing, a financial means, or or anything, the main thing is that the Holy Ghost is what's gonna is what's gonna transform us from mortal to immortality. The Holy Ghost is what is the power of God that's going to be used for witnessing. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah and live in a sanctified life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you're just tuning in, you ought to just tell him thank you. You ought to just bless his name. Thank you, Jesus. Let him know that you appreciate his gift the gift that he has uh, made available unto us. You ought to just tell him, Lord, fill me with the Holy Ghost. I want the Holy Ghost. I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's no greater power than the Holy Ghost. I want the Holy Ghost, Lord. You said it's a promise. It's a gift. I want the Holy Ghost. I want to be filled with your spirit, Lord. Thank you, Savior. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Lord, bless us, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless us, Lord God. That I Lord, bless me. Bless me. It's personal. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God, mighty God, bless your name, Savior. Bless your name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, bless your Lord God. It don't matter what's going on through the week. It don't matter. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What matters is what's going on right now. Getting in contact with God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Savior. Oh, bless your wonderful name. Bless your name, Savior. Bless your Lord. Bless your Lord. Bless your Lord, God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Come on and bless him. Come on and bless the Lord. Come on and bless him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you're wonderful, Lord. We're here to bless your name. We're here to lift you up, Lord. We're here to exalt you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Almighty God, thank you, Jesus. 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 Wonderful Savior. 
Come on and call him. Come on and bless his name. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, wonderful Savior. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful Lord. Lord, we bless you, Lord God. Lord, we're here to lift you up, Lord. We're here to exalt you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Savior. Oh, wonderful Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Savior. Wonderful Lord. Wonderful Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, wonderful Savior. Wonderful Savior. Lord God, you're wonderful, Lord. You're wonderful. You're wonderful. Mighty God. You're wonderful, Lord. Lord, we're here to acknowledge you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, wonderful Savior. Wonderful Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful Savior. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we want to be ready when you come. Lord, you said, if any man hath not my spirit, that he doesn't belong to you. Ah, hey, glory. Bless your name, Savior. Bless your name, Lord. Bless your name. Bless your Lord, God. Even so, come, Holy Ghost. Come, Lord. Come, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. Come on, get your head out that altar. Open your mouth up and call on him. Thank you, Lord. Lift your head up. Lift your head up. Come on, get up. Get up. Don't bury yourself in the, on the floor. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is serious business. This is saving of your soul. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful Savior. Come on, open your mouth up and say, Jesus. Open your mouth up and call on him. 
Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, call him. You got to call him. We call everybody else. Let's call on the Lord. Bless your Savior. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God, wonderful Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, wonderful Savior. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless your Savior. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord God. Bless your Savior. Bless your Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. Wonderful Savior. Lord God, we thank you for your goodness this morning. We thank you for your grace, Lord. We thank you for your kindness. Lord God, and we pray and ask that you would stir up the hearts of those that are in services, those that will be attending service. Lord God, to seek you for your spirit, to be filled with the Holy Ghost, to live according to thy will. Lord God, we thank you this morning for your kindness. We thank you, Lord God, for all that you have done. You brought us to this place at this time, and we want to honor you, Lord God, for what you've done. We want to honor you, Lord God, for what you will do. Lord God, thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for your kindness. In the name of Jesus, we need your anointing. Your word says your anointing destroys the yoke. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord Jesus. We need your anointing to destroy the yoke that would have us bound. The yoke that would have us thinking nasty thoughts. Doing unmentionable things. The yoke that would allow us to give ourselves permission to do things that we should not be doing, to live a presumptuous life. Lord God, thank you, Lord. Lord, keep our minds stayed on you as we continue to go forward in the service. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Again, want to welcome you to Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone of Grace, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. Wednesday Bible study, 7 p.m. And on Saturday at 11.30 p.m. up to March, March, um, We'll be ending our radio broadcast at 11.30 p.m. on 99.5 FM or kkla.com. We're not 
that's our radio broadcast that has nothing to do with uh, this particular platform or the other platforms that we're on. But just wanted to give you that notice, uh, those that have tuned in, those that, uh, uh, you know, that may have that 1130 p.m. expectation. However, um, we're continuing on a different platform. So as long as you tune in to ConnectingTruth.org, you'll get the message. As long as you tune in on Sunday mornings, uh, Wednesday Bible study, you're going to get the message. You're going to get the message. We believe the Bible is the word of God. And I'm telling you, I feel like clowning this morning. Thank you, Lord. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we're faithful. We're bold. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. Now, uh, again, want to encourage you. My phone was ringing at uh, 12 a.m. in the morning, and I thank God for that because it, it gets my attention. And, it, you know, if you have a prayer request, I want you to submit your request or, you know, um, go to our website, connectingtruth.org. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Whether it's a situation that you need prayer or a question answered, you know, we want, we are and will uh, acknowledge you. You know, and so it's important that you contact us, you know, uh, again, connectingtruth.org. And I'll repeat this again later. Uh, if you have a prayer request, if you have a question about scripture or something else, maybe you want to share a testimony. Your, your prayer and whatever you get will be responded to. Your question will be answered on the air. We love to share your testimony and encouragement. Uh, your conversation, if, it, if necessary, just let us know if it's personal, confidential. It will be held that way to the, the highest standard of integrity. Uh, you know, your business is no one's business, uh, but God's business. And, and that's where we keep it at. You know, so I want to encourage you to do that. This time we're going to have our opening scripture uh, being read. And then we're going to take a few more steps further in the worship service of the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in the sanctuary. Praise him in the pyramids of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the saucer in your heart. Praise him with the timbre on dance. Praise him with the string instruments and organs. Praise him with the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Acts 2, 46-47 says, And they continued daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Bless you, Lord Jesus. At this time, um, you know, I, I heard him say that with a high sounding symbol. And, you know, and, and, and so LG is, is with us this morning. And LG is, is being taught to, 
you know, how to play the drums and, you know, to, to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Come on, help me out a little bit on the drums. We're going to sing just a little bit of this song. The song says, lift Jesus higher, lift him up for the world to see. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. Lift Jesus higher, lift Jesus higher, lift him up for the world to see. He said, if I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. Lift Jesus higher, lift Jesus higher. So we're, we're in a training, learning how to praise God on instruments. You know, I'm a bass guitar player. And so, uh, you know, um, he's his, he is a upcoming drummer. That's his heart desire. And you can see it in him from when, in his, in his, when he was much, much, much younger that was in him he has rhythm you know and so he is learning how to play skillfully and thank god for him and you know and so that that song sing a little bit with me all right he's gonna sing a little bit too so the songwriter says lift jesus higher lift jesus higher lift him up for the world to see he said, if I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. Thank you, sir. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know, the Bible said train the children up in the way they should go. You put, you put, you got to put something in them in order for them to be able to draw on. Maybe you, uh, in your lifetime, you, you, your grandparents, your parents, uncles, whoever took you to service and you look back sometime and you say, I remember, you know, there's something that's been deposited into your spirit. Uh, me and, and uh, LG, we, we were having a conversation about things being deposited, deposited in our spirit. Is that right? Yeah. We're having a conversation about things being deposited in your spirit. It's so important that uh, you teach your child and remind yourself, you know, we're not too old, uh, that whatever is deposited in our spirit, one day there's going to be a demand for a withdrawal. There's going to be a demand. It's going to be a, a withdrawal trying to be made. You want to be careful and make sure that what you deposit uh that is good. So when a withdrawal is being made, it's not the wrong thing. You know, oops, oops, I didn't mean to say that, but it was deposited into your spirit. What else could come up? You didn't have nothing else there except what was deposited. 
you got to make sure that the right deposit is there. And, you know, there's going to be something there. The Bible said what goes in a man is what goes in a man is, is not what defiles him, is what comes out of him. It also tells us to guard our heart. We got to guard our heart. We got to watch out that our heart, that we don't allow just anything to come in. We might say, well, I'm old enough. I'm big and bad enough. You know, I can handle that. But can you really? Can you really handle it? The devil, and we're not going to spend time talking about the devil, but the devil, the devil has had how much time learning men and women and how to deal with them? And you're going to trick him with your wisdom? If you're so wise, why aren't you doing better? I'll leave that alone for the moment. That's for those that think they're so wise and, you know, and, you know, um, that they get an answer. You know, I was talking to a young man and he just had an answer. I'm like, but you're, you're asking for questions, asking questions. And I'm giving you the answers and you're arguing the answer. So you really don't need the help if you're arguing the scripture. We're not here to argue scripture. The fact remains that Bible said, let judgment begin in my house, in the house of God. So all of us, all of us, everyone, it doesn't matter what title you hold. It don't matter how long you've been in the church um, or any of that. What matters is what God is saying in his house of prayer, in this house of judgment, that all of us must adhere to. That's the most important thing. And so um, I, I love the Lord and I believe you love him too. And we want to love him with the way he want to be loved. You know, we want to love him the way that he wants to be loved. And so that's important with your with your spouse. When you talk to her, uh, she's going to tell you things uh, the way she wants to be loved. And when you talk to him, he's going to tell you things the way he want to be loved. And, you know, and, and so if you can do that, then you're going to have a and if you're willing to do that, then you're going to have a good relationship, you know, compared to I want it my way, only my way all the time. It's my way. And there is never a sacrifice being made. There's never a listening uh, that is occurring. You, you have to listen. And, and gentlemen, we have to be good listeners. Uh, ladies, don't talk so fast that we can't hear you. And so, you know, or that you bog us down with so much information that we're still trying to digest that first paragraph that you gave us, you know, and that's taking a little while. And, and so help us out, help us out, you know, and um, my heart is full. I, I got a lot that I could say, but certainly we thank and praise God for this day and what he is doing. Those, those glasses look good, man. And so um, thank God for, uh, for what he is doing. We're excited about the Lord and what he is doing. And, and so um, we're, we're looking forward to blessing the Lord and giving him what is due uh, unto him want to uh let's direct our attention we're going into the word of god uh lg you want to step down from over there so that you can catch this from over here 
We're going into the word of God, the book of Ezekiel. In the book of Ezekiel. We're in the book of Ezekiel, the 20th chapter. I'm going to start there. Twenty eleven. it says, and I gave them, I gave them my statues and showed them my judgments, which if a man do them, he shall live in them. Now, this is Ezekiel, the prophet Ezekiel is speaking to, um, he's over at the river of Chabar. Uh, they, they've been taken captive, they're down in Babylon. And God is dealing with this young minister and actually he's been elevated in his call uh, into in his ministerial duties. And that is to go and to prophesy to the children of Israel. It's to go and prophesy and speak to the children of Israel. And, and so um, the Lord gave him a specific uh, several different messages, but we're talking about this one that is very concerning. This is very concerning. Now, I studied the book of Ezekiel, and, I, and even though I took time studying, I'm still reviewing it because it had such an impact in my life. The word of God should have an impact in your life. Now, God might use music ministry to get your attention, but he's getting your attention so that the word can operate. It might have been a prayer that got your attention, but that prayer got your attention so that the ministry of the word can operate. It may have been a dream that you are responding to. That dream was intended to get your attention so that you will pay attention to his word. Ezekiel 20 and 11 says, and if a man, uh, excuse me, and I gave them my statues and showed them my judgments, which if a man do, 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 he shall live in them. Now, this is important. Uh, this is this is critical. This is critical. If a man do, you cannot just get the word. Now, I've, I've run across brothers and, you know, before being saved, after being saved, that knew the word of God, backsliders, drunk preachers and all of that kind of stuff. However, you want to determine, you know, sitting around getting intoxicated, self-sedating for whatever reason that they were doing it. And they knew the word. They knew the word. People on the dance floor know the word. People that, that's in between the sheets know the word. People that are uh, doing whatever they're doing know the word. But they're not doing it. If you don't do it, you shall not live. And I'm not talking about dying immediately. I'm not talking about the physical death. It says, if a man do, he shall live in them. Now, Ezekiel, the 36th chapter, verse 22. It says, therefore, say unto the house of Israel, 
Thus saith the Lord God, I do not this for your sake. Now, God is going to do something here. And he said, I'm not going to do it because of you. You, you already messed up. I'm kind of ahead of myself. I'm not going to do this for your sake, O house of Israel, but for my holy name's sake, which you have profaned among the heathen. You need to stop and think. How have I profaned the Lord? Whether you uh, went, you, you've been among some folks and, and you've acted out. You've done some things that were not according to my will. You did what you wanted to do. You know, as they say, I'm, uh, my grandson, we were we were having a conversation. He said, well, don't do you, boo, you know. And, and so, <laughs> you know, and that's what people are doing. They're doing what they feel they want to do. And, and they're telling God, you have to accept what I want to do. And so you profane his name among the heathens. Whomever God consider a heathen. I'm not calling anyone a heathen. God's word. You look in his word and find out what a heathen is. And I will sanctify my great name. And God is saying, I'm going to sanctify my name. I'm going to do something uh, with my name. I'm going to do something here. Which were profane among the heathen. My name is still great. Even though your actions did not display that, I am still going to do something that everyone will know I am the Lord. And when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes, I'm going to turn things around so that they see what a saint should be like. For I will cause, I will take you from among the heathen. I'm going to take you from among those that are not calling upon the Lord. And gather you out of all the countries. I'm going to bring you together. And I'm going to bring you into your own land. Right now you're not in your own land. I'm going to bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you. I'm going to sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean. And the sprinkling of the clean water signifies uh, the cleansing of the soul. I want to make this distinction very early. It is not talking about Catholicism, baptism. Baptism is complete immersion, not the sprinkling of the water in which is being referred to in this scripture here. We'll get to that later. And ye shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you. God is saying, I'm going to restore you into sanctification a new heart also will i give you and a new spirit will i put within you if your spirit does not change you don't change you remain the same but if your spirit change and the only way to have your spirit change is that there it goes through a cleansing David said, Lord, how shall a young man cleanse uh, his, his ways? And, and the answer to that was by taking heed to your word. Taking heed to your word. Find that scripture for me, please. And I will put my spirit within you. And cause you to walk in my statues. Here is the, the difference. My spirit is in you and you walk 
in my statutes. There's a difference there. My spirit is it. You know, there are those that may have been Holy Ghost filled through the evidence of speaking in other tongues as the spirit of God gave utterance, a prophetic word that comes to pass. I'm not talking about those prophetic words that never come to pass. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about those those people that, that tell you that, you know, that something's going to happen and it don't happen. Let me tell let me share something with you. The devil can possess a person and tell them what to say about you. I was listening one day to uh, a young lady was was had her son up to uh, in front of a, a gentleman, a minister. And this minister was saying, well, you know, your son is going to be a great, uh, if I recall correctly, a, a rapist. He's very much into the music. And the devil knows all of that and knows how to open those doors up. What about man uh, god wants to use your music ministry that you have to a greater glory but what what happened to the pointing because he never pointed him into righteousness never pointed him into holiness because without holiness no man shall see the lord he didn't point him in any of those directions he just talked about what he, the devil can do that so let's let's go on here I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you shall keep my judgments and do them. And you shall dwell in the land that I give to your fathers and you shall be my people and I will be your God. Do you want him to be your God? I will also save you from all uncleanliness. I need you to get that. I need you to get that. I will save you from all uncleanliness. Yes, sir. Psalms 39 and 1. I said, I will take heed to my ways that I sin not with my tongue. I will keep my mouth with a bridle while the wicked is before me. Okay, but the scripture I asked for is where David said, how shall a young man, what shall he do to purge himself? The power to sin or not to sin as the scripture in which he just read is within our means, is within our means. The 29th verse says, I will also save you from all your uncleanliness. And I will, will, will call from the corn and will increase it. So God is speaking. If you want a prophetic word, I'm giving you a prophetic word right now. This is God's word. The Bible is, 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 is seasoned with prophetic word. And it's a prophetic word for within your season. I just received a, a word from the Lord for the season that I'm in right now. Bless your Lord. And, and, and we'll talk about that more later, because uh, with every season that you enter into, God has a word for you uh, while you're in that season. You might be in a season of trouble 
and God send you a word dealing with the season of trouble that you're in to bring about comfort. You might be in a season of abundance and God sends a word of wisdom so that to help you while you are harvesting the abundance that you are receiving. Yes, sir. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? What is the verse? Psalms 119 and 9. One, okay, what do it say? Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word? That is how we live as children of God by taking heed to the word of God. Thank you, sir. I will also save you from all uncleanliness. And I will call for the corn and will increase it and lay no famine upon you. That's a prophetic word. God is saying, I'm, I'm, I'm establishing something in your future. That you will be cleansed. And that you will have an increase. And no famine will touch you. You ought to highlight that. But don't don't just highlight that and not look at the rest prior to that. There is conditions. Many like the blessings of the Lord, but they like them without the condition. Let's embrace the condition and learn to love the condition which brings about the blessing and it will make a difference. And I will put I will multiply the fruit of thy tree. And increase of thy field that ye shall receive no more reproach of famine among the heathen. So if no one's going to be looking at you saying, well, they go to church. I don't know how they go to church and they, and they do all that praying and, you know, they, they're on the altar and, and calling up on the name of Jesus and, and, you know, and just saying, thank you, Jesus, and, and, and living like they're in poverty. And, you know, that one, that's not God's will. It's not his will for everyone. Now, let me let me be clear on that. There are some people, the Bible said, the poor you have with you always. So when you listen to the politicians and, and everyone talk about, you know, that, that, that we got we had a plan and we're going to do away with, with poverty and, and stuff. Well, the word of God says the poor you have with you always. So there's always going to be someone in need. But just like there's someone in need, there's also someone that has the ability to help. And that is your blessing. That is your blessing. I, I had a need. I was in need and, and um, you know, and others have been in need. If you've ever had food stamps before, I don't, they don't have food stamps today. But, you know, there was colored paper, beige colored paper with, with uh, multiple colored ink on, on them representing the denomination of them. You know, food stamps, that's what they call them, food stamps. And you could go in the store and buy food with them. And, you know, along with a, a check, a stipend that they would send with, you you know, to help with your rent and stuff like that. And, and you know, now that so that that takes some some of you way back, you know, aging. Some of us, you know, that, that we're not in our 20s or 30s, but we experienced that. Now you have these plastic cards that has taken its place. Listen, listen. And, and so. Um, God has blessed. But, but not only blessed, but I, I, a friend of mine, uh, he knew my interests as far as my career goes and 
And, and one day when I went to a, a Bible meeting, a Pentecostal meeting, he said, he said, bring a suitcase, empty suitcase. And when I got there, uh, he loaded, bless you, Jesus. He loaded my trunk with technical books that he thought would be of interest to me and would help me out. And I went through those books. I needed help. And he used his ability to supply my need. He didn't give me a fish so that I could eat dinner for that moment, but he taught me how to fish. I could call him right now. He's very successful, him and his wife, and we'll have a great conversation about finances, about technology, and about the Lord, and about living right and how the Lord is blessing. And so I thank God for him. I needed help and God helped me and I, I'm and willing to help others do the same, but others have to be willing to receive the help. Now, God has said, I will help you, but you also have to be willing to do what he says. Leviticus 26, three through four says, if you walk in my statues, and that's what we're talking about. We're talking about walking in his statues we're talking and he says and keep my commandments and do them again there are those that know the commandments they can quote and talk about the word of god better than i can but they are not doing them then will i give you rain in due season get your umbrella out get your umbrella out you know um, umbrella don't have to be used to block the rain. It could be used to capture some of it too. He said, and I will give you rain in due season. I'm going to, I'm going to water, I'm going to water the ground. I'm going to saturate your ground. So the seeds that you have planted uh, will bring forth because it has the nutrients that's being created uh, from the water and the mixture of the soil and the land uh, shall yield her increase. And the trees of the field shall yield her fruit. Now, we took the subject that that God's place is my space. His place, God's place is my space. And you have to make this very personal. You have to make this very personal this morning that God's place is your space. God's place is your space. Now, my space uh, was a once a popular social media uh, platform. And, uh, you know, it was an internet connection with people conducting various meetings, very similar um, uh, to what Facebook is, is used for. And people were making connections for good and bad and ugly things, doing the same thing that, that they're doing today. And, and so like many other platforms, it, it presented hope. Um, hey, I can catch up with a friend that I hadn't seen in a long time. It also presented disappointment and mental, emotional, and often physical harms via the deception of internet trolls. People searching the internet, looking for opportunity to deceive your sons and daughters. And so that brings up a whole nother thing that, that you have to pay attention to what your children have on their devices. You know, they got their phone up today, they face and they're laughing at something. You thinking they playing a video game and they watching Jed and friends or Jetty and friends. Uh, dropping F-bombs and MFs and all of that kind of, you need to pay attention to what your child is doing. 
when they sneak out the room with their phones and, and you know to go uh to go another room and sit in the bathroom you know and you thinking they in there because they constipated they in there watching a video that they should not be watching you need to pay attention this existed before and so here it is i'm bringing it up again and, and so uh as much as i love technology there are things like face to uh, there's nothing like face to face. People thought that if they didn't get a hundred hits, that they didn't have any friends. You know, oh, I don't have many hits as as someone else. And the people that that's hitting you don't know nothing about you. They're not your friend. They're not even a true associate. They're just liking what you uh, what you produced, and you know maybe what you listen. So. They're not your friend, so you cannot say I have friends and then you go to school or you go to work and you're antisocial. See, there's a difference there. There's a difference in antisocial or being so withdrawn that you can't say hello or, you know, that you're dependent on a machine to, to generate a friendship. You pass people in the store. Do you speak and say hello? Do you wave at anybody? Do you smile at anybody? Do you present, you know, uh, yourself in, in such a way that people are not afraid to approach you? Do you laugh openly? <laughs> no, <laughs> do you? <laughs> do you laugh? Do you show yourself to be approachable? One of the sisters shared a tick a TikTok. <laughs> A video with me, uh, not video, but a message that was posted on TikTok. Now, I really, uh, it was, I thought it was funny. So let me just read what it says. It said, my generation had Wonder Woman and we all liked Wonder Woman and Bionic Man and all that kind of stuff. My generation had Wonder Woman. Your generation has to wonder if it is a woman. And so that's from one of the sisters. Social media. And that's the truth uh, among many truths. People, one thing I, I now, <laughs> thank you. Lord. One thing I'm confident about, and that is God's place. There is no catfishing. And you're not going to get catfished. I'm talking about those that are real. How about those that are true? I'm not talking about people faking and shaking. I'm talking about what's real. And when it's real, you're not going to be catfished. There's, you know, there's not going to be anything for you to wonder about. And that may be because you've been uh, tricked before, you've been bamboozled, hoodwinked, and all of that kind of stuff, that when you walk into something that's real, that you might say, wow, is, is this real? Is this really happening? That I found God's place, and now I'm going to make God's place my space. I found it. I found it. Now, that's where I am today. That's where I am, and I, I hope you're there, too that I found God's place and now I'm making it my space. You ought to, you ought to, if you feel that way, you ought to say that. You ought to let God know that. Lord, I found, I found your place and I'm making your place my space now. Thank you, Jesus. You can be assured that his place is safe. Revelation 22 and uh, beginning at the 13th verse, I'm Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. In other words, it started with me and it's going to end with me. Blessed are they that do his commandments. 
that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs. Now, outside of God's place is dogs. Outside of God's place is sorcerers. Outside of God's place is homemongers. Outside of God's place is murderers and idlers and uh, adulterers and all of that. And whosoever loveth and maketh a lie is outside of God's place. It's outside of his place. Some of you listening have been catfish, embarrassed, disappointed, feel bad because expectations were not met. You don't have to worry about that in God's place. He'll meet all your expectations. He'll meet all your concerns. All you have to do is stay in his place and make it your space. I, I'm, I, I, I love this and I can say this, um, you know, about COG, Cornerstone of Grace. If you now, if you want to go to hell, uh, that's your prerogative, Bobby. Now, I'm not talking about Bobby Brown. I'm no, I'm talking if your name is Bobby and you want to look, listen, listen to what I'm saying. Whether your name is Sue, whether it's Megan, whether it's if someone has called you Karen, whether somebody has classified you as a predator, or what if you want to go to hell living that, listen. That's your prerogative. Now, I will try to stand in your way and say, don't go down that path because it is a path of no return. Once you enter cross out of time into eternity, you cannot step back. Once that door has been listen, listen to what I'm saying. But as a man in his right mind, as a pastor, as one that has overseen a, a multiple churches, I refuse to compromise my soul's salvation. And for what? For what? Why would you compromise your soul's salvation? For what reason? If you can give me one good reason, if you can give me one good reason, oh, because she looked good. Oh, because it felt good. It, it, oh, because it made me feel a certain we're dealing. Anything you can say has something to do with your feelings. It has something to do with you emotionally. It's not dealing with your with rational behavior It's dealing with emotion. What's going on with you emotionally? What's going on at the core of everything is what it goes to. For what? Why would you compromise? Compromise means that you've agreed with a person or spirit. You have decided to relinquish or lower standards, placing yourself and others in danger. And so there comes a time, it comes a time, a day, a year, a month, when you must take a stand for yourself. If you don't make a stand, then, then you'll fall for anything. That's what they used to say. Paul tells Timothy, I'm being a little, I'm going on a little this morning. Paul tells Timothy, these things command and teach. Let no man despise your youth. Be thou an example of the believer in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity, till I come. Give attendance to reading. What are you supposed to be doing? Reading. 
and exhortation. We're supposed to be talking about this thing, rehearsing it in our own mind, in our spirit, rehearsing it with others, rehearsing it with one another. Uh, he said, and give it to us to read in exhortation and doctrine. I apply that to not only to the word of God, but I encourage you to do that in your vocation too. give attendance to your vocation. You know, stay occupied, learn what you need to learn. Talk about it with someone that also is doing the same thing. And help each other, strengthen each other. Neglect not the gift that is in you. Which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the prosperity and meditate on these things. Give thyself wholly to them. What are we going to do? We're going to give ourselves wholly. And, and it's necessary because the Bible tells us to love the Lord our God with, with our whole heart. Lord, here I am. I, I'm loving you, my whole heart. Everything that's within you, my strength, my body, my ability, I'm giving that to you because you asked for it. You asked for it. Uh, you know, that song, that song, you know, some of you may not have, have known it, you know, unless you listen to some of the have listened to some of the OG stations. I'm your puppet. Pull my little string and I'll wink at you. I'm your puppet, Lord, whatever it is. Whatever, I'm your puppet. I'm whatever you called me to be. Whatever you whatever string you, and you tell me to say it, I'm going to say it. Whatever way you want me to walk, I'm going to walk. Lord, just pull my string. Lord, I'm with, I'm, I'm your fool. I'm a fool for Christ. I'm going to do whatever you ask me to do. I've learned some things. And I'm so excited about that. I've learned some things about God. And I'm so excited about that. So, so just bear with me in my excitement because I'm excited about him and, and, and what he has shown me and what he is doing, not only in my life, but the life of others that are listening and, and hearing what is being said. He said, take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine, continue them. For in doing them, you save yourself and them that hear you. Now, God's place is my space. And he reminds us that there is a place, a, a place occupied by God. You, you need to remember this. There's a place occupied by God. Those who are following him, Isaiah 60, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. In the year King Uzziah died. Now, maybe it was the year that Obama stopped being president. Maybe it was the year that, that, that Trump left office. Maybe it was the year that Obama stopped being president. Maybe it was the year that Trump left office. You know, maybe it was the year that, that Queen Elizabeth died. But, you know, uh, the, the point, he said, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Something happened. Something triggered. And it wasn't because of them. It's just this is the note that I've placed on the calendar as far as what has transpired. In the year, King as I died, I saw the Lord. And the Lord was sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. Those that was following him was present. His train was not a physical garment, but it was the saints of God. Saints that will be accompanying him, the saints, saints that uh, along with us that Enoch saw and prophesied and said, the Lord is going to return with ten thousands of his saints. 
Now, God wanted the children of Israel and everyone else to know there is a difference between his place and the place uh, and every other place. You need to understand that this this morning. There is a difference between God's place and every other place. Exodus uh, 11 and 7 said, but against uh, but against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue uh, against man or beast that he may know that the Lord doeth put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. There's a difference in others and the church. There is a difference uh, between God's people and those that choose not to be his people. There's a difference even in your home. Your home is not the same as God's place. Well, I can, I can get in touch with God. No, listen, you need to listen to what the word of God is saying. Now, remember the Lord, and I'm kind of going ahead, going on here a little further, but remember God said that, that the people and the people that he's talking to with Ezekiel are not people that are unchurched. He's talking to folks that knew him, that know him, that know of his power, that profaned his name. Well, how are we profaning his name? Well, the word of God, from what I'm hearing and what I've heard from notable ministers, uh, that the word of God is not saying what the word of God truly says. I heard a, a notable minister say that that people that go to hell are not going to be tormented in the lake of fire. They will not be on fire, even though the word of God says that the, the rich man who, who went into hell looked up and saw Lazarus and said, uh, can he dip his finger in some water and cool my tongue because I'm tormented in the flame? So if the word of God, Jesus was teaching his disciples and those listening, the word of God said that there is torment there, but yet this minister said there is not. So who's right, him or God? I'm sticking with the God that I know. And I hope you are too. There are those that profane God's word and it's house by saying, well, you really don't need to go to church to be saved. Listen, I'm only gonna put it this way. If you are in a terrible state of being and you cannot make your way into God's house and God is getting ready to call you and you've been baptized in Jesus name for the remission of sin and you have been filled with the Holy Ghost and you are in a situation where you just cannot make it in that moment and God is calling you. No, you're not going to make it to his house to be saved. But for the rest of you, the word of God says, and that's what you need to go with. What does the word of God say? Not what anyone else says. I don't listen. The word of God says, therefore, say, thus saith the Lord God, I will even gather you from the place that I've assembled you and out of the countries where you have been uh, scattered. I'm going to draw you together and give you the land of Israel and they shall come thither and they shall take away all the detestable things thereof and all the abominations thereof from thence. And I will give them one heart and, and a new spirit. And I'm going to take away the stony heart of flesh and give them a heart of flesh that they may walk in my statutes and keep my ordinance and do them. And they shall be my people and I will be their God. Are you walking in his statues this morning? Are you keeping his ordinances? Are you doing them? Or did you say that, well, you know, a man, a man, he had a title, he's been issued a, a certain document, 
from the organization that he's affiliated with or uh, some theological center or, uh, you know, or, and so he said, well, you don't have to do that. God will save you anyway. It doesn't matter. You know, remember the thief on the cross. Well, listen, listen, you're not the thief on the cross. You're who you are. And that thief on the cross, you'll never know the depths of his soul and what was going on with him in that moment. Will you have the same ability? Don't bank on those things. What does the word of God says? What does it say? If we keep his statues, if we do them, and we'll live in them, we're supposed to live in them, not just know them and use them when we want to. I'm going to go on. And I give them my statues and show them my judgments, which a man shall do. He'll live in them. We have to live in them. So you've got to make a choice. You got to live with him. You've got to understand his word, his laws, his rules, his regulations, his orders to live with him. You got to consider his reward, not self rewarding. Ezekiel 36, it says, therefore, in the house, look, he says, say to the house, say to Israel, say to the house of Israel, the Lord God. What I do is not for you, but for my name. So you might get a blessing. Oh, Lord, bless me. And I, I'm all right. We got it good. No, he blessed you because for his namesake. Not because you were all that. His namesake. Now, when you become all that he is calling you to be, there is a flow. But just having a blessing in an instance, in a moment, doesn't mean that there is a continual collaboration going on there. He said, I'll sanctify my name. My name has a place. And this is what many are missing. We gathered together. We, we got up and, and jumped in our cars and drove from our prospective places to meet and gather together here at 524 East Pasadena Street in Pomona because his name has been established here. At nine o'clock, God knows that we're going to gather together and we're going to lift up our hands and we're going to sing us songs and we're going to pray and we're going to seek God together as a unit, as a people in the place where his name is being hollowed. Second Samuel 7 and 13, he shall build a house for my name. The church is for his name. And I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Second uh, Chronicles 2 and 1. And Solomon determined to build a house for the name of the Lord. You, you can't lose focus on that. The church is about honoring his name. And so why would you not go to the place that has been consecrated, dedicated, where others, for they not to assembly of yourselves together as some doing, you know, and honor him for who he is. Now, when people get sick, they want to send a word to the church. Church, pray for us. Pray for me. Pray for my husband. Pray for my auntie. Pray for my, pray for my son. Pray, you know, want to send it there. But you said that your house is better than the church. And you don't need to go to the church for anything. The devil is a liar. And he's a father of lies. And so the Bible says, what does the Bible say? 
What does the Bible say? I, I'm, I think I want to leave you with that. What does the Bible say? James 1 and 22. Be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. There's a lot of deception that's in the land. The season that we're in, people feel that I can do whatever I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it. And God's going to receive it. He's going to receive it. But what does the Bible actually say? What does it actually say? Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for your kindness and your grace. Lord God, this your word that has been exhorted uh, this morning, Lord God, and we pray and ask that you would bless those that are listening, those that, uh, as they meditate on your word, that they would yield themselves to walk in your word to do your word, to keep your commandments so that they may live in them. In Jesus name, amen. God bless you. Again, I wanna remind you that, you know, visit uh, connectingtruth.org. If you have prayer requests, questions about scripture or something that even has been said, I love when questions are being asked. Maybe you wanna share testimony, your prayer, uh, you know, or or maybe there are other questions that you might have that you would like answers to. We certainly can seek those things out and seek the Lord for the proper answer according to his word. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Savior. What does the word of God say? What does it say? It's not based upon what I think. What does the word of God say? This is the most important thing. I'm not that theologian. I'm not taking from the word of God. I'm not adding to it. I'm giving you what the word of God says. Now, someone else might come along with a different interpretation. It doesn't mean that the word of God doesn't say it. It doesn't mean the word of God is not is, is invalid. As some have said, as quite a few have said, that it's not necessary. I'm telling you, it's necessary. If it's written in the word, heaven and earth shall pass away, but his word is going to stand. Matter of fact, the Bible tells us in, in the Psalms that his word is held even higher than his name. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. You know, and if you've been listening, then you know the reason that his word is held even above his name. Now, how powerful is his name? Devils are cast out in his name. The word is preached in his name. For those that are not scared to use the name of Jesus, I didn't say um, in the title, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Those are titles. Jesus said, I come in my father's name. Jesus' father was the Holy Ghost. Uh-huh. Go back in Matthew, go back and read it. And Jesus said, the comforter who will come in my name. So in order for salvation to exist, uh, again, it goes back to Matthew 1 21. His name should be called Jesus, for he shall save the people from their sin. What name do we call on? Jesus. There's no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. Acts 4 and 12. But there are those that say, well, the name of Jesus is not necessary because in red letters, Jesus said in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. 
Well, the Bible also says that they went with him into a certain place and he opened their understanding. And so they knew what they were doing. Even Paul, who came afterwards, when he met them in the 19th chapter of Acts and said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? And he said, we didn't even hear about the Holy Ghost. We don't even know. They were doing their best to live a sanctified life. And they said, we have been baptized under the baptism of repentance. And, and Paul told them, he said, well, you need to pay attention to what's being said because John said there would be someone greater that would come after him, and that was Jesus Christ. And in that moment, they were all rebaptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. And they were also filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave utterance. Amen. Bless your Lord Jesus. I solicit your prayers. Continue to pray for me as I am praying for you. I, my heart is full. I am full this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Contact us. Love to hear from you. Bless you, Lord God. Bless you, Jesus. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen.